My dad acts like he hates the Huskers. He's like, oh my god, these fucking Husker fans are so crazy. Tailgating like a day early. <laughs> you know? But then he'll watch the game and he'll be like, fuck it! You know, he'll just be... <laughs> Drink Prime! Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's Cam, I'm Jake, and we are... The motherfucking Grass Daddies, baby! Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, anyways, yeah, we're the Grass Daddies, if you couldn't comprehend that. Um. <laughs> if you're wondering where we were last week, we um, took the week off because of Labor Day. Yeep. A.K.A. there was a Husker volleyball game on Wednesday that we went to. We normally record on Thursdays, but the Husker football game was on Thursday, so we were watching that. And then Friday, we just decided to have a chill day because we didn't have to work Saturday. Because normally we have to work, like, every day. And then Saturday, my family came down, so I was another no-go. And then Sunday, I got fucking sick, and then... Oh, yeah, so then Sunday... <clears throat> yeah okay i forgot about that we gotta talk about that do we want to do we want to crack open the beer menu first before we yeah. hold on as you guys can see our beer menu for tonight is budweiser um yeah pass me one of them camouflage budweiser's so as you can tell we're extremely ripped on this podcast and like you know i know that the camera adds a few pounds but like we're absolutely shredded, and a yeah. lot of times people will come up to me and they'll say like, "Hey, you know, like, what's your? Are you are you on a cycle or something? Like, are you on roids?" And I just say, "No, I'm natty, baby. <laughs> I'm natty. It's like a diet in a can. Yeah, it's like diet beer. <laughs> I like beers where I can hydrate while I'm drinking them at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so um, yeah, I usually have soda every morning, which you may know. Our listeners don't know, but if you guys don't know, two of our listeners know. Yeah, but shouts out to Gavin. And... <laughs> shouts out to Gavin but, uh, and Spencer. I was like, you know what? I'm starting to pork on a few pounds. It's barrel season. I'm gonna hit him with that diet coke. <laughs> You've been fiending on that DC, dude. Diet last Coke's couple mornings. So good. You mix that with a honey crisp apple. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like crown apple or like honey, like whiskey or something. But nope. No. Nope. You drink a diet coke and eat an apple. An apple day keeps a doctor away. Well, a diet... and, a, and a diet coke a day keeps him away. <laughs> a diet coke a day keeps a coke away. <laughs> so That's I what can I'm get saying. Work done all day. So on Sunday. The other reason why we didn't record, because we were maybe going to record Sunday or maybe Monday, because we had, like, since we since it was Labor Day, we did have to work, which is fucking bullshit, but we had a split shift, so we were like, maybe we'll record it in the morning or something like that, but Cam wasn't feeling very, <coughs> Cam wasn't feeling very well, and I'll let him explain why he wasn't feeling very well. Well, my talk in brother your mic, please. And, talk in your mic, please. And my brother and his fiance and my niece came down this weekend, and we went over to the Big Red Kino Bar and Grill, and I seen this stupid idea for the fucking 
Oh, big, don't don't act like you weren't just all over it. Like, oh my god, eating challenge. I'm totally gonna do this eating challenge. That's how it you be. guys dare me. <laughs> I don't really want to do it, but do you dare me? Everyone's like, I don't care. You're like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it went? Kinda. Well, my brother told me I got free ice cream, and he said in Columbus he'd always do it and finish the challenge, and then give his dessert to the youngest kid in the place. I'm like, that'd be a really cool experience, just giving a dessert to some... Be like, go give it to that kid, because I'm way too fucking full to eat this. (laughs) Well, explain to them what the challenge is. So it's three half-pound patties, half a pound of bacon. Half a pound of bacon? I'm pretty sure, dude. It's fucking slobbered on there. So it's two pounds of meat. Two pounds of meat. Oh my god. Dude, it's huge. It's like... I tell you what, I had And the it, fries, though, I, right? Yeah, and she's like, well, you could have got a smaller side. That's what the lady at the deal said. I'm like... But it's an eating challenge. Exactly. Like, I could have got cottage cheese or fucking applesauce or something like that. <laughs> Just bring me a Diet Coke and a Honeycrisp <laughs> apple and I'll whip this thing apart. Um. So then... I was eating it, eating it, and then everybody at the table, our lovely social media manager, was tagging along with it. They're like, you got this, you got this. I'm like, I'm going to fucking puke. They're like, just take one more bite. You can puke after, just get it done. (laughs) They're like, just take one more bite. Took one more bite, I puked in the fucking cup on the table. Nuh-uh. Yeah. You threw up right at the table? Yeah. I thought you might have went to the bathroom or something. No, I puked in the cup, and then I walked to the bathroom with a cup and dumped it in the toilet and walked back out. Oh, my (laughs) fucking God, brother. What? (laughs) Dude, I was telling them, I'm like, I am so fucking full right now. (laughs) Nobody believed you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This must be one of the challenges of being you. You're such a boy who cried wolf situation because you over-exaggerate so many things. So that it gets to the point where every time you say something, a lot of times, especially your loved ones, will just be like, <laughs> like, he doesn't know what he's talking this about. He's obviously, ball. like, this guy obviously is just bullshitting. Yeah. So when you're like, I feel like I'm going to throw up, they're like, okay, that means he can eat at least 10 more bites. <laughs> and I only and you're had... like, nope, if I take one more bite, I'm going to throw up. And they're just like, fucking do it, pussy. <laughs> and I only had a quarter of two patties, so... Wait, so you didn't finish the challenge? No. Oh my god. Wait, was it like a, a big, like a clear cup? No, it was red. Oh, uh, but it was still like transparent. Kinda. Oh fuck. Who all was at the dinner? Just my uh, sister-in-law, my brother, my niece, and <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Good thing she's too young to remember that one. <laughs> She'd be traumatized. Uh, she's so fucking cute, though, dude. She always has her little water bottle, and she'll come up to you if you, like we're drinking. She'll go, "Cheers." <laughs> she'll Does she like, have like a little miniature Stanley? No, that's what I'm uh, picturing when you say water bottle. Uh, just like a little kid's water bottle. I was gonna be that awesome uncle, you know, and get her like. Have you seen those like water bottles that like look like a beer can, but they have like the nipple on top of them? Can't say I have. I think that only sell that in Western Nebraska. I want to order where one. you're from. I did that big red challenge, dude. I when swear I was in Fremont, changed. I swear it. Changed. I remember it being though. I remember it being like a triple bacon cheeseburger. But when I did it, they were like, 
yeah, they're like, if you beat it, you get a free dessert. I'm like, first of all, you have to pay for the big ass meal, which it was expensive. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah. When I did it, I think it was like 18 something, but, and then I beat it and then they're like, all right, what do you want for your free dessert? And I was like, I don't want a free dessert. I'm fucking full. I don't want to eat another thing. Yeah. So I guess I just got the pride of knowing that I gorged myself half to death and had to pay a bunch of money to do it. Well, <laughs> dude, now that I know, the next time I go in there, I'm just going to be like, if Bailey's like, yeah, I want a cheeseburger. And I'm like, yeah, I want a cheeseburger. I'm just gonna be like, all right, we'll do the challenge. And I'm just going to cut it in half and just split the fucking thing in half. You get a cheeseburger for $10. But I feel like you could get a really bitchy waitress. It's like, technically, you can't do that because. Well, then I'll fail the challenge. But. Yeah, it's not like you're signing like a dude, blood oath when you agree to do it. They they knew what they were fucking doing. Because that was the greasiest thing I've ever fucking ate. Oh, yeah. Now say what. Because <laughs> you were throwing up for the next couple days. And this is why we didn't record. Because yeah, was, you thought you had food poisoning. I don't, I don't know what it was if, well, I don't think I ate that much, like over ate that much that I was like puking for that many. Like, cause you were saying like, I've been full before. Yeah. Like, but so the next morning I woke up and I just felt like shit. Like you. So this just is like, Monday morning now. Labor uh, day. Yeah. Cause you went Sunday. Yeah. So Monday morning. No. You said you went, oh. No, it was Saturday night. Oh, yeah, okay. Because So, Sunday morning, so I had to change cups. And I woke up the next morning, and I got the dog taken down and everything. And I was, like, sitting on the edge of bed telling Bailey goodbye. I'm like, I'm going to fucking puke. And I went and puked, and it was, like, grease first, and then the hamburger. Oh, like, it my was God. Like, there was so much grease, it was, like, settling on top of the rest of the contents of your stomach? Yeah. It was That's crazy. disgusting. That's like, like a science experiment. They know what you're... They know what they're fucking doing. Like, they know they make it greasy as shit to, like... Like, you might finish this, but it'll come at a price. It'll take a couple years off your life if you complete it. I don't know what the fuck... I don't know what I got or why it upset my stomach, but I was puking. We went... To the metal grill. I don't know if you heard that. It's like really close. I think it's pretty new. It looks like it's a pretty nice bar and grill. It's like, you know where Firehouse Subs is on 56th? 56th and... Uh, Highway 2. I think so. Like that area. Like Just over by your place. Maybe oh. it's 48th. Either way. Well, you know where the Firehouse... By Taco Oh, John's. wait. Oh, no. Taco yeah, 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 no. It's right across the street. No, now. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. And we went and ate there, and I, <laughs> and I got the fucking chicken Alfredo, and, like, I ate two bites, and I'm like, all right, I'm full. And then I went home, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking puke when I go to work. And, like, from right after eating, like, I just felt instantly like shit. Like, I went home. We had to go right back to work because, you know, we get off work at 1030, and they like, yeah, go ahead and be back here at 1. I'm like, all right, well, I'll make it home at 11. Yeah. But, and so then we went and ate. I got home, and I was just, like, laying on her bed. I'm like, I fucking feel like dog shit. But it's like, just call in. 
you're going to go to work or they're going to send you home anyways. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'll be fine. And I get to work uh, and I just start blowing chunks. Uh, and then. But you made an attempt. Yeah. Which probably doesn't matter, but. Either way, that was my experience. I wish there was more eating challenges nearby. Because I like the idea of an eating challenge. Well, Applebee's. <clears throat> they don't have an eating challenge. Yeah, they do. What? Spencer was just telling me about it. It's endless boneless wings. Well, that's not an eating challenge. That's just come here and die. Well, it's like a, like not like their set eating challenge, but. You can kind of make one with yourself to see how many plates you can get. I guess there was a, Spencer was telling me there was a group of guys that went in there. Endless boneless wings and ate 597. Oh my god, what the fuck? I thought I... I just heard something on the radio where like a couple went in there or something like that and they like had a couple plates and then they were like, no, can't have any more. You gotta pay. And like made them pay a second. Or whatever. I don't know. What? I don't know. I heard it on the radio and everything that you hear They're on the like, radio is true. They're like, it's endless unless you're a fat ass. It's endless unless it's gonna cost us money. But, um, and I guess there's also like a challenge at Taco John's. Spencer was saying in Beatrice. What? You have so f- long to finish a six pack in a pound. I've finished a six pack in a pound before, but I, I, don't, like I, I never could, timed myself. I feel like I could do that challenge over anything else because I fucking love Taco John's. We're going to have to bring back the eating challenges. We should do one on here. A little mukbang. <laughs> a little mukbang episode? If our four dedicated viewers want to see it, I suppose I don't see why not. Uh, so I have to give a shout out to Corbin because he said he watches every episode. Not necessar- not even listens, watches. He said he pulls them up in a second window while he's working. Hope I don't get him in trouble. Just kidding. Like anyone at his work is going to see this and get him in trouble. But he says he pulls it up in a second window. And just watches it while he's working. He's like, yeah, I mean, like, it's entertaining. It's funny. I'm just like, thanks, my boy. <laughs> That's like, which, and I, that was a thing, like, our, I knew coming into this, like, our humor and our jokes and that stuff. Probably wouldn't wouldn't gonna, work for everyone. Yeah, it's not going to be a podcast, like, where we have millions and millions of viewers. It's not, like, fucking stupid, like, the stupid podcasts that are like uh impulsive is one but (laughs) they're like today's episode we have this guest and guess what we're just gonna spread a bunch of rumors and drama so a bunch of people tune in to listen to it we're just gonna like try like they don't even they don't even try to have a real show they just try to create clickbait yeah they just all they're looking for is one crazy moment so that it'll be posted on like a snapchat thing yeah, Snapchat news, and then everyone will go. People watch are, it. oh my god, the Impulsive Podcast is fucking crazy, bro. Oh my god, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so well, my mom's not watching this episode. Why? Because <laughs> of that little phone call we had. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know if I want to talk about that or not. <laughs> I get. It's okay, mom. I'm in control. Everything is under control. I'm his babysitter, Jake. You can only have six more, and then you're done. <laughs> There's even six more in there. 
I'm drinking pretty light tonight. I know you guys are going to wonder why I'm not getting hammered, but I got to drive home, so. Yeah, I can't drive unless I'm fucked up. <laughs> um, so we went to the Husker game on Wednesday, that the Husker volleyball spot. game, which was crazy. It was a record. It broke, it broke a national record for, it obliterated the volleyball NCAA volleyball game attendance record, which was set by Wisconsin, had like 18,000. Um, and we had 90,000 and 93,003. Or 93,003? I think it, I thought it was, it was 90003. They just added a three at the end. For, I swear it was 93. Well, we can look it up. Um, and then it broke a national record for, or was it 92? Was it 92003? Sure. It I was like so. 92,003. It broke like a national record for like um for a vol- for a volleyball match and then it broke a world record for a women's sport attendance. Yeah. Which was previously held by like a women's like FIFA World Cup. No, it was the Not Europe. FIFA. It was a <laughs> World Cup or Europe. Something. It was a Europe Cup. Which is fucking crazy because people because in those Europe soccer, take their shit dude, serious. I'm telling you. So it broke up a, a world record for attendance. World at, record, national record, and... It was pretty crazy. The NCAA record. Yeah, Wisconsin. I'd like to see you guys come for that because you guys don't have any place you can store that many people. <laughs> but there was a sick-ass flyover. Once the flyover happened, I was just like, all right, I can leave now because that was all I needed to see. I don't know. The after show was so sick. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. That was my first one, and then I looked up a bunch. But your first volleyball game. That well, that was my first volleyball game I've ever been to. Nebraska volleyball game. I ain't going to see no fucking other bozos. Um, but have you guys? I don't know if you. Well, you did, but if they have ever seen a like drone show. So all them drones, I guess, are like kind of like wired together through like Bluetooth and shit. Yeah. And they can like select sequences. Yeah. So I was watching, I looked up a bunch of videos on it. And so they do like a 4th of July show and stuff for vets with PTSD with them. That's awesome. That's Because it's no noise. It's just. Yeah. So so what they did was they. After the volleyball game, and they were announcing their records and stuff, and then it was just kind of like a, there was just a moment where it was just kind of like, they made all the lights in the stadium red, because Nebraska's red, and they just kind of had like a moment where we could all be hyped about breaking the records, and how cool of a moment it was, just kind of bask in the moment. Yeah, they had the head coach talk, and the athletic director talk, and, um, and then they were like playing music, and I'm not sure who that... That one dude is with the glasses that was like talking over the mic. I think he's at the volleyball games. Unless he might just be like kind of like a, I don't know, not like a social media. He's basically like a hype man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of I don't know how else to describe it. He probably is some kind of like. I bet he. I bet he does social all media the games. PR kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure who he was, but uh... he like addresses the crowd over the mic and like. Does updates and stuff. He's almost like a... I'm trying to think. A legit hype man. Like he I, I, gets the crowd fucking going. He basically is a hype man. And he he's was like, like that, on the he's mic. He's like that one guy in like high school sports. 
that you get down that runs down the side of the basketball court, like kind of shit, like pumping up like the student section. Yeah, yeah. That that's how I would kind of describe him. I, which I don't know what he actually does. I don't know what his actual role is, other than like to update the crowd and like kind of announce shit. He's almost like a like an MC, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But um. But then when they were like blaring this music and then all of a sudden like bink all these like drones lit up and it was like the shape of nebraska and everyone mm-hmm. was like what and then it was like transforming it like transformed into a volleyball and it transformed into like 92 husker n the husker n and then and it had little drone what was crazy was the because lena's dad was next to me and i was like those are drones he's like oh that's what that is because they're so like pristinely stuck in place well, it almost looks like it could be a screen well, yeah like because like i was like i wonder what the fuck that is and what was really bothering me and well like it was actually kind of creeping like not creeping me out but like i was like like it was like it doesn't look real my adhd brain was like fuck it just because <laughs> i was like what the fuck like how are they doing this because at first i thought there was like people flying the motherfuckers like in like, like one person per drone flying it yeah i was like no, no way that they're that precise because they were like evenly spaced yeah but that's pretty fucking cool that they can do that shit. they obviously just have to all be on a program and they have to be probably you know spaced apart and shit but even like the ninety two thousand and three, there was like little drones that were like changing colors like flying down that looked like confetti yeah it was crazy and you know well, that little that little netted off area by the ice box is like where they practice flying drones and stuff, which is just kind of a little like side okay. Easter egg for us because we like going to the Stars games. But yeah, and then they had a concert at the end. In the so so the way they did it was, since it was a volleyball game in a football stadium, they um they like. Like, a couple days before they were selling tickets, they gave access to the people that have season tickets for volleyball first, and they were allowed to buy up to, like, 10, and then and then they opened it up to the public, and it sold out in, like, three hours. Like, it was, like, all the tickets were instantly bought up. Yeah. And so then, they are like, well, shit, well, I'm betting this is what they did. They are like, we're making so much money off this, we might as well just say, fuck it. And they just... Um, then they released like standing room only tickets. So down on where the field normally is, and they had the whole field covered up with like tiles type thing. They just let people walk around and just stand. And obviously you couldn't like just walk onto the court, but they just had like yeah, standing had room only type shit. Court was like elevated, which would be cool as fuck. Cause if you were like standing down there, you'd be like eye level with like the court. So you wouldn't like. Yeah, you'd be like eye level with all the girls' asses, so it'd just be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's not where I was going, but sure. It's where I was going. We'll take it and run. Uh, um, <laughs> but, like, dude, I was sitting there, like, after, well, after the guy... Hey, buddy, if you ever hear our podcast, I'm glad I helped you off the ground, but maybe next time don't get that fucked up. I completely forgot about that guy. So there's a guy that was just, well, I watched him walk down there with like his friends, 
Well, there was a bunch of people, and then they just kind of like sat in the benches, like right at like the next step up. And he came walking all the way up, and I kind of got worried about him, and I was kind of worried about him all night. I actually stayed awake for a little bit because I was actually like, because stayed awake, like it kept me up, because like he, well, were after, you planning on falling asleep during a concert? No. Like when I got home, oh, I was worried were... about this dude. Oh my god! Because you were worried about some random drunk guy. Yeah. Why? Well, for one, I don't know. He seemed like a pretty decent dude. Um, but like he like went to sit down, and I think he had too much forward momentum, and he kind of like <laughs> sat down and like just rolled and fucking just. He pulled with the his e-brake. Face. He pulled the e-brake when and, he should have eased off the well, brake. He, I was. He was like texting. Don't text and walk. No, if you're was, drunk. No, when he was sitting down, he was like texting Uh-oh. his friends. Oh, and then he got up and walked the opposite direction they were. I was like, this motherfucker's gonna go out and is hammered as fuck, and his friends that are supposed to be helping him out right now are down there having a grand old time dancing with their spouse, and this yeah. guy's just fucking hammered, gonna go get a public intoxication fucking charge on the other side of the goddamn football. Yeah, but dude. They sold out of alcohol. Dude, they, they were selling... So, they were selling alcohol. This is something I wanted to talk about. There was a line for this tent, and I was telling this to my dad, that was like 50 yards long. And I know it's about 50 yards long, because you could tell where the field normally is. And it was like half the yeah. length of where the field normally is. Like a 50-yard-ish long line for a vodka seltzer. That's it. It's not like they were selling nachos or candy or, you know. Yeah. It was only that. Well, and... And I was was like, I would like pick out a group of people and like track their progress or at least who I thought... You're like, you're watching the game for 45 minutes. You're like, oh my God, you guys moved up. Well, like they were in the line before the game even started. They sang the national anthem. They did the flyover. They did the first set. And I'm like, they still haven't got to the front of the line. The game's like a third over. I'm like, oh my god. Dude, but... For like like a $8 (laughs) seltzer. Alright, how much... I'm betting they made a mil off of that in total. I I, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to think about how much money they had to put in. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, I'm guessing they made probably about $800,000 or $750,000. Because that's excluding the cost to put the drone show on all that shit dude i honestly have no idea you know how who much might know? beer was drank you know who might know ben he's an accountant he might have even had like to sign off something should i call him like bert during podcast does <laughs> just calls people randomly well hey how much do you think they spent on this if you're gonna do it i'd do it now so we can bleep it all out because it might not be a good idea to well we won't do it then because i don't know if he can if he's technically supposed Probably to Probably not. I don't know if he's supposed to disclose it. We well, divulge to, information about We have to bleep this. About out. what our city What do you mean? We haven't even said anything. We're talking about Anyways, disclosing information like we're pretty much saying But we're not disclosing do. any information. Okay. Yeah. Scratch that. But um, I bet it was a shit ton of money. Dude, it was like a lot of money. It fucking <laughs> had to be. There's your answer. Well, and that's like, I know they like, everybody's like, God, I wish they would start selling beer at the Husker games. I'm like, 
for that's such a bad idea. I mean, as much like, as I'd love to have a beer during a Husker game, that's there was... terrible. There's no way. There's no way you can manage who's drinking. Mm-mm. There's no way you can manage how much people are drinking. The amount of minors that would have access to alcohol would be crazy because Memorial Stadium is like a majority of the seating is like older, just like a bench. It's not like seats, individual seats, not that it would even matter, but you're packed in there so tight shoulder to shoulder that you could, I mean, if you were sitting next to a minor, you could easily go and buy a beer and just set it down next to the, like... Not only that, it's going to start no costing way. them so much. Yeah, they're going to make fucking ridiculous amounts of money on alcohol. But Husker fans, they're huge. They're fucking huge fans. They go out there and tailgate from 8 to 6. A guy from Kozad, I know, every time there's a home game, they come down. They set up their tailgate at 4.30 in the morning. They start drinking at 5.30 in the morning. Jesus Christ. And they drink all fucking day long. And watch just college football. Wait, so why would it cost them money? Well, because... So, if you're going to have beer, you're going to have to, like, Pinnacle Bank Arena at the concerts. They can have a security guard stand up there and kind of... Oh, like you think they would have to have more security? You're going to have to have so many security up in the stands. Not only fights, not only drunk people falling down. And the other thing... True is they're all concrete steps and if you fall from up top that could be a long fucking tumble dude yeah. i don't even think i'd want to get drunk in that fucking place i'm not even shitting you like <laughs> it yeah i mean and that's the kind of situation where the situation can overwhelm you like you can get so overwhelmed by like how exciting it is oh my fucking god and get fucking hammered uh, yeah the amount yeah <sighs> And so they'd be not necessarily paying for it financially, but they'd be paying for it like the amount of injuries well, that would happen to people. And the other thing is, and I was talking to Lena's mom about this. This sponsored by Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Lena's mom and Bailey about this is I don't – and I think I was talking to like all of you guys about it. But I don't know how they would stock that much alcohol. Like, that's all we do in the Midwest is drink. Yeah, the amount of bush light they would go through would be... You walk into a Husker game and fucking try to sell alcohol. There's no fucking way, dude. You're going to go through trucks. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean... They definitely... They would make a lot of money. Oh, they would make a ridiculous amount of money. But they would have to suffer a lot of consequences still. And I don't, I honest to God don't see it being physically possible to keep (laughs) that much alcohol. Yeah. Like. Keep it cold. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? Have 17 refrigerator fucking trailers. Well, how do other stadiums do it? But you think Nebraska would just go that much harder? Yeah. Dude. Did you? There was a. There was a. They allow cigars in the Tennessee fucking stadium. <laughs> oh God! And I think I'm pretty sure they allow alcohol, but it's like I don't understand, dude. I don't. I don't know. 
I don't know. Did you see the bar stools video of a guy at the volleyball game? He had like a, I think he had like a baseball jersey on or something like that, Nebraska baseball jersey, and he just had nacho cheese all over it, and he was getting escorted out by the police officer. At this one? Yeah. And then he turned to shake his hand, and the police officer's like, he's like, <laughs> he like tried to shake the police officer's hand. The police officer was not having it, and he's the guy. You could tell he was just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it just turns around and leaves. <laughs> no, I did not see that. So I'm going to find up. that now. He's so fucked up. But, like, I, I just, I feel like I, in yeah, it would be dope as shit to be able to drink in the stadium. But also, like, even me as just a fan, I'm like, that's way too much of a headache. Yeah, but Husker fans are so crazy. If you couldn't tell, we packed a stadium more than it's ever been just to break our record. I mean, 92,003. Well, Nebraska fans are insane. Well, and so I was talking to Bryce at so, work about So this. add alcohol to that mix, and oh my God. People well, already get crazy during the games in the stadium, let alone if they're drinking beers. Not only that, it gets hot as fuck in there sometimes. And yeah, you got, if it's like a dude, afternoon game. Guys, I when we first got there, it was so fucking tight. I like damn near had to dislocate my fucking hip to slide in my on my seat on my bench. And so you got people. You were puking. basically sitting in my lap. You got people possibly puking. Like, what are they going to do? Puke on everybody? Oh Puke into their cup. <laughs> Just like I'm you, a pro right? at that. Yeah, you, you um, don't miss. But, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, and so, anyways, I, I remember now. I was talking to Bryce that, su- that, not Sunday, what the fuck am I saying? That Thursday morning, I was changing cups, and, um... He was like, well, I don't really know if they're going to get that many people without having a concert. I was like, what? Most of the game cleared out. You know how many people? After the fucking. I was going to say, did you see how many people just got up and left after the volleyball game? Nobody really cared about the concert. Dude, the concert. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm talking shit on Bryce right now because he doesn't listen. I've tried to get him to listen. He's not going to listen. So guess what? I'm talking shit on you behind your back. This motherfucker has the wildest takes. Yeah, he does. He really does. Well, Luke Reimer's not good. He's not big enough. He's like our best defensive player. Yeah. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> well, um. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's the wildest shit. But I'm just like, how could you say that? Honest to God, I would say. He was like, Jeff Sims is horrible. I'm like, he's like our best offensive player according to that first game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him. I'm not gonna bash him. I'm gonna give him one more game. But I don't. Know. You're gonna give him one more game? Yeah, to see how he does before I'm like, or like. So this I podcast. See how he does. So this podcast is actually okay. So so we're recording on Thursday. Nebraska plays Colorado on Saturday. So when this comes out. This is this is pre Colorado, so you're listening to us right now before we've seen the game, and 
Um, my take. We lost Minnesota. I'm still pretty sour about that, but I've I've let it be. First game of the year. I'm gonna chalk it off as that. Whatever. Even though I thought I think we should have won. There was just a few mistakes that were like, which new quarterback, new school. I get it, but like, I feel like some of the mistakes were just like. A, a team that hasn't played. Oh, you really want me to get you going right now? Bryce was telling me that the targeting was a good call. Another hot take. What? I don't understand it, but... And then they were saying, Spencer and Bryce were saying, that there is severity of targets. So they can choose whether or not so basically, if the hit isn't that violent, even if they led with the head, they can kind of just wave it off. So it's basically left the discretion of the referee. See, in so okay, so what happened was our our defensive guy came, and it was a roughing the pat, or I don't know, I don't even know if they called roughing. Basically, the Minnesota quarterback threw it. Our defensive lineman came and pushed him, and as he pushed him, he like basically headbutted him helmet to helmet and they called targeting and ejected him. Now I'm all, you know, for player safety because there's yeah head injuries are getting crazy. And when I think of a targeting, I'm thinking of a receiver coming over the field, not looking, going to catch a ball and gets his fucking head taken off by a safety running full speed. Not a guy that's just pushing you and your helmet happens to the top of your helmet happens to hit his helmet and it's forcible contact to the head or neck area. So it's targeting and you're disqualified. Yeah. It's well, I get why the rule is there, but you, I, I agree with the ref looking at the severity of the hit and determining whether or not it's yeah. like, like violent I think enough. at most. It should have been roughing like, I think it was, it might have been roughing also, but no, it was a targeting. Well, they I mean, gave him a targeting because he's but, suspended from the next fucking first half of the game or whatever. But but I think it was like a roughing the passer too. Yeah. But the targeting trumps that and it makes it not matter because yeah, it's fifteen yards either way. Well, and like my brother said, he's like, yeah, he probably didn't have to like. But like these helmets are like this big. Well, you're going to I push a, someone. What are you supposed take. to go like when you're going to? Okay, now Cam's got a hot take. I got a hot take about this whole situation. Lay it on me. Coming from somebody that has three concussions. I think the reason why head injuries are getting worse is because we're putting all these rules in play. So now the people that are supposed to be protect, like more protected from this your quarterbacks, your running backs, your wide receivers, like all those, they're starting to less expect it. Like starting to less expect. Oh, like get... they're 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 not protecting themselves as much because they don't need to. Yeah, like you're and not leaving get themselves. Fucking, like they think, oh, okay, because there's a rule that if I can't get hit above my shoulder pads, then I don't need to go down right after I catch this ball. Yeah, or like something like that, and. Well, and then there's so many rules now that they're more worried about 
faking it to get, you know, five more yards, ten more yards, that I think that's affecting it a lot because the reason why I say this is, which I know the older days were a lot different, but the helmet technology now is like wildly like different than back yeah, in the like day. it's so we're progressing in helmet technology, but we're getting worse in we're stats. regressing. Yeah, we're regressing in fucking head injuries. Like yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't see how that makes sense. I think it's, I think it's a protection, like or it, and it might also be all those head injuries were occurring, but we just didn't really keep an eye out for them, or like you know medical medicine has progressed more where. You know, there didn't used to be concussion protocol cam back when they were using one bars and had or had leather helmets. There was no such thing as a concussion. It was if you could stand, you're going back out. But I think I swear to God that hitting has gotten not as hard unless it just looks slower. But you watch some like older fucking videos of football. There's motherfuckers doing somersaults. I know, I know, I know. There's people flying through the like, air. Like, you don't see that any now. So but it's I like, also think people are getting stronger and faster than people used to be. Well, it's just like every other sport. Like, and I mean, the same thing. I strengthen conditioning advances. We're figuring out new ways to improve the body to well, make people stronger and faster. And so it's making people faster and hit people in the head harder in all reality the human body is fucking evolving because like hey i'm natty i mean i may be six six but i'm natural (laughs) i mean look at like look at fucking like college and high school kids now there's some huge wicked fucking athletes i know in high school I was watching a video, the, like an interview video, of a kid in high school. He has 34 D1 offers. How many? <laughs> that's like a quarter of the teams. How that's, many D1 teams are there? That's what the interview said. I don't know how many D1 teams there are, but... Okay, if we go, let's hop on MC to NCAA 14 real quick and count all the teams. Just kidding. But... That's got to be like half the D1 teams. Well, and, and, and like when there's people that are getting offered full ride scholarships when they're in eighth grade, it's like, are you shitting me? Yeah, that's crazy. Like that, you, you remember the one kid, that one running back kid? He was like six years old, six years old, right? And everybody was like, you remember the whole thing about how he's going to be the next Richard Sherman or some shit like that? Whoever the running back is, that was really good at the Seahawks. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, Richard Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> the next Marshawn Lynch or whatever. He was six years old and already had college. Six years old? He may not be able to do long division, but God damn it, he's going to college for free. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. That boy fast as fuck. I will look this up and I will have our social media manager plug it on a fucking post on Instagram or something. I don't know. I will look it up tonight because I actually... I'll get to it in the next episode. I'll make a reminder to, because I swear to God, this kid was six years old and had fucking. How many have you had? Two. You've had two. So I've had four. There's two left. 
this kid has fucking college scholarships and she's already six years old. That's wild. It is, how do you, how his can you determine like his, that? His dad's like his coach. He's got all these rings out here. He's got this kid just fucking like. It's like. And you know his dad's like. Money, 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 money. All it is is like, we got dibs. <laughs> yeah. I got dibs on that kid. Well. Because, I mean, if he turned out to be a flop, can you just retract an offer? Or is it like, this kid can barely write his own name, but <laughs> he signed this contract. Fuck the, fuck the school thing. Hey, uh, buddy, you're going to go to school to Six be... Six years old. Six. That's like kindergarten. That's like first grade. Dude, I swear to God. He, he just he, learned his... Look he, it just, up. he doesn't even know how to tie his own look cleats. Add, a, add another tab. He up. doesn't even know how to tie his own cleats. He has to have his dad tie his cleats if they come un- well, untied on the sideline, but he's gotten... And this kid, but, but Bama wants him. This kid, like... <laughs> Nick Saban already had a house dad's visit. dad's got him, like, fucking working out all the time and That's shit. That's so wrong. This kid, like, is, like, doing hoops and ladders with his, like, jersey tucked up <laughs> under his pad. <laughs> hoops and ladders? I don't fucking You're know. You're thinking of shoots and ladders, the board game. <laughs> his dad's got him doing hoops and ladders. <laughs> No, like, uh, fucking, he's got, like, rings set up that he's got to, like, put his feet in. And then he's got, like, these little hurdles that he's got to jump over and do all this shit. And you know his dad's, like, just fucking looking at the money. But, and this kid's got his fucking shirt tucked up. And this kid just ripped his fuck. I'm like, dude, fucking Jesus Christ. What the fuck? What are you feeding this kid? Fucking goat milk. <laughs> he comes home from school and he's like, teacher taught us a song about how to cross the street. Your dad's like, that's great. Let's go outside and do some hurdles. <laughs> Dude, I'm not. It's, it might be the fastest six-year-old. I think it's a YouTube video. We'll watch it after this. Oh, my fucking God. That's, His dad that's seen crazy. a paycheck and was like, motherfucker, son, you're going to be a goddamn monster. And then this kid gets through high school and he's like, Daddy, I don't want to play football no more. <laughs> he's like, I think I want to work on a golf course. And he's like, Bullshit! <laughs> You're a football player. Listen here, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Your mom just made Nick Saban cookies. Get the fuck in here. And then he gets adopted by a white family and they fake everything. <laughs> I'm quoting the blind side. The whole, oh. the whole thing going on with the blind side. I thought we were going to have to... <laughs> no. thought we were going to have to cut something. That is... That's so wild. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you that don't know... The I mo- would hope everybody's seen the fucking the, movie. It's the movie really Blind Side is about a guy named Michael Orr, and it's based on a true story, and it's about a guy that, you know, lived on the streets, and he got... Um, Adopted by this rich white family. Adopted. And he, like, went to college and was super successful. He went to the NFL. Come to find out that they that they claimed, oh, we didn't technically legally adopt him. And they, like, all the proceeds and, like, all the, pro- like, all the, all the success he had and money he made, they, like, kept for themselves. Was it so... Somebody, I swear I heard somebody say this. It was from the book? I I don't know. Because he got, like, something from it. I, I don't know what royalties. Thing. 
I think him just going to NFL, he got all that money. But I think well, he yeah. lost like the book and the movie. Yeah, that movie's fucking huge. That movie is huge. Like, a lot of people, even if people haven't seen it, when we when you say the Blind Side, everyone kind of knows. Yeah, what you're talking about. Which oh, is it's a really a, good. Oh, movie, it's that movie but... about that that big black guy with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, but like I don't. With that whole thing going on and how shitty it is, I don't know if I can watch like. Have the same, I, like... I know, it kind of ruins it. It's like, you you want to... What is it? You want to separate the the art from the artist? Even though they aren't, like, the ones that... You know, I don't... You wonder how much say the real Tui family had in the movie. Hey! Hey! Get out of there. But, like... But, yeah, it's like... Now, I can't really enjoy that movie anymore, knowing what happened. Just sucks. Well, and the fact that they're like... Dude, why does America... I don't know. Mike, you're going to be a football player. It's like... He's going to be a good football player. No shit. He's fucking... Huge. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. He's a genetic freak. (laughs) He was getting offers from Nick Saban when he was five years old. I'm just kidding. But like... Oh, man. I don't... It's a real shitty situation, but... On the topic of the Huskers, do you remember your first Husker game? Yeah. Who do we do you remember who we played? Or uh, my first happening? ever Husker game was a uh... So I went to I was in the teammates program. I don't know if you know what that is. Mm-mm. So it's uh cuz you had ADHD. Uh, I can't remember who it is, but he used to be on the football team, he went and played, I think, for the NFL. Who but was it? Now he's the, um, like, leader of teammates. Is he a coach? No, he used to be, like, a defensive back or something. For the Huskers? I have his autograph. That's all I know. But, so, we went, so, every year for the teammates program, we would go to the spring game. Mm-hmm. for it so i went to the spring game that was my first ever like being in memorial stadium and then my first football game was with my ex-girlfriend we went because her family had season tickets mm-hmm. and it got rained out we got to see kickoff and that was it who did we play uh fuck oh you can't remember who we played do you remember what year it was? Do you remember who was playing on the team? No way. That's crazy. Sometimes it's it's moments like this. like sophomore, It might have been my sophomore freshman year. It's moments like this that like really fucks with my brain from our age gap. Because we seem, you know, we're both like basically, you know, adults. Yeah. <laughs> we're, basically. we're basically adults here. And so it kind of just seems like we're like the same age, but we're also like four years apart. I'm 26, dude. Four years apart. You're 20. <laughs> Fucking bitch. I mean, yeah, f- <laughs> uh, five. Well, even then, it would be five years. Same difference, idiot. Um, <laughs> four years. Four years, dude. Four years. The, but po- the police are watching, dude. But okay, so, so this this my first game was fucking. It was still. A cool do you remember game. who was playing? 
Like who was quarterback, who was running back. Tommy Armstrong Jr., Amir, Taylor Martinez, Adrian Martinez. I think it was Tommy. Tommy was a quarterback. Yeah, that it been probably would have been four years ago. Yeah. Cool maybe. story. Side note: Might have been brother, like his senior year. My brother plays fucking video games with Tommy Armstrong Jr. all the time. That's wild. Yeah, but um, what's his gamer tag? Uh, I don't know. We're not gonna dox him. I don't okay. know, but. Uh, Dude, that first game was still an experience. I spent a shit ton of money in the fucking gift shop because it was my first ever Husker football game I've ever been to. Um, But we had like, it was raining so hard. So they had season tickets way up in like the new section. like East Stadium? Like the, where, I don't know what it's called. but East the, Stadium? Like the huge concrete way up top. East Stadium, whatever. East Stadium? Okay. Um, <laughs> that pissed you off. And then we had, like, seats right behind the goalpost. Like, it was, like, halfway up right behind the goalpost. Behind the goalpost? Yeah. So, they so had... not East Stadium. No, they had four season tickets, but two of them were way up, and two of them were right behind the goalpost. So... North or south? Okay, boy. Anyways. It was on the north side. Okay. But, so I sat by this lady. Not uh, lady. My ex-girlfriend, but... I oh. I don't want to give her that satisfaction of her being on the podcast. I sat by this bitch. <laughs> yeah, this bitch. This um, bitch. And... So, it started lightning. And we got called in because... And you're like, here, stand on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> See that goalpost? Go climb it, you fucking stripper. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so, dude, there was like, I remember we walked over to the east side. Yeah, the east side, because that's where her dad and grandpa were at. And there was fucking, it was raining so hard, there was water, like, fucking Just cascading down. down the stairs. Damn. And, like, everybody was sitting in there, and they're like, yeah, we're not coming back out. And we didn't. And then we fucking drove all the way home and like all the way back west. Yeah, we drove all the way back to west. Oh my god! So what time was the game? Was it like a afternoon game? You we got up early. Home. We didn't get home till two in the morning. So was it a night game? Yeah. Damn. So well, so the way her family liked to do it is they would catch a bus or shuttle mm-hmm. from South Point. And then they would shuttle all the way up to Memorial Stadium because there's a shuttle on game days that goes from South Point to Memorial Stadium. Mm. So they would do that so they can miss all the traffic because they can, they can just jump on 77 right out to the interstate, jump gotcha. on the interstate. But yeah, that was a that was my first ever experience. But my favorite experience was. <laughs> can you see? I just want to talk so bad. <laughs> yes. Oh my, wait! My favorite experience was Babe's like, "Hey, look, I found these tickets." My lovely girlfriend now. That I would say. Sheriff Tyler's our social media manager yeah. who hasn't posted shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we haven't given her anything to post. We took a week off. Um, I would say I would count this as like my first game. We went to the um, Buffalo game. 
when the Huskers played Buffalo last year. Oh, we okay. Just stomped the snot. You're out counting. Of them. This is your first game. Yeah. I'm gonna skip my intro. Damn. Fuck my. So your first game was last year. Yeah. Damn. And but we went to three, four games last year. You did? Yeah, we went to. Damn. We went to Buffalo, Northwestern, and maybe we didn't. Maybe we only went to two. I, I swear we went to another one. Did Oklahoma play here? We played Oklahoma. I can't remember. At home, I didn't go to that one because I went with you and watched it. Your dad. We gotta listen to Rudy go, mother <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. My dad acts like he hates the Huskers. <laughs> my dad acts like he hates the Huskers. He's like, oh my god, these fucking Husker fans are so crazy. Tailgating like a day early. <laughs> you know. But then he'll watch the game and he'll be like, fuck it. You know, he'll just be. <laughs> It'll just be screaming at the TV. Almost made me spew my shit. Like if a guy's, like if the quarterback drops back in the pocket, he'd be like, get him! Like he was. <laughs> Fuck him up! Can I say my. Can, yeah, is it my turn to talk? Story. Is yeah. it my turn to talk? I'm done. My. And this is going to make me feel old, and this is going to make you feel like a fucking. Like you're still. Toddler? The, like you're still in the sack. Mama? Like you're still swimming around in the sack. Okay. My. We hear moving outside. Our producer that doesn't produce shit except for <laughs> shit is just walked into the room. Hi, baby. I don't get paid shit either. <laughs> I pay you in kisses. I'll pay you in my sweet lovings. <laughs> Anyways, my first Husker game. Are you ready for this? Um, we played Wake Forest. I'm almost certain that the score was 35 to 5. I went with my grandma because my grandparents had season tickets. When I was really little, I was a Husker fanatic. I loved Knew the every Huskers. Players, like, I don't know. So there would be these. I don't even know what these were. They they can't do these anymore. They were like these newspaper. I'll have to ask my mom about this. But they were like they would have this big, what. <laughs> They would have these big pictures that were like photographs from the game. Yeah. And I would save them and I would tape them on my door in my room at my parents' house. I loved the Huskers. I loved Husker football. I went to the the fan day, Husker fan day, because my second cousin, my mom's cousin's son, was a player on the team. And he was good friends with... Nate Swift, who's a member at our golf course, this is all tying together, and married my second cousin's sister. Anyways, I loved the Huskers in the first game I went to. So the quarterback at the time, are you ready for this? The quarterback at the time was Zach Taylor. And Zach Taylor is the head coach for the Bengals right now. Does that was make that, you was feel... Was I even born? <laughs> probably not. Well... Probably. You were probably like an, in, you were literally probably an infant. Because I was really little when I went to my first Husker game. I was probably six or seven years old. I don't even know how old I was. I was so young that when they were warming up before the game. Dude, I would have been like one years old. Probably. You were probably you're a baby. Six, if you're six or seven. You were probably a baby. Which is wild to think about. Anyways, there was a moment before the game 
because I had only played like flag football to this point, where it dawned on me, I was just like, oh, wait, this isn't, they're going to be tackling each other. <laughs> Which is adorable to think about, because I was like, I would lean to my grandma, I was like, wait, I remember I talked to my grandma, I was like, wait, they're going to tackle each other? And my grandma was like, yeah. Because like, that's it, fucking adorable. It, it, it hadn't dawned on me until right before the game that like, wait, this isn't flag football. Like I knew, I feel like, like it's it's weird because I knew it was tackle football, but it didn't occur to me that there was about to be people like smashing into each other, like yeah, like, like collisions crack. and shit. And um, I always and from then on, I probably went once or twice a year because my grandparents had season tickets, and we have a lot of like family and cousins and stuff. So everyone kind of took turns, and people were supposed to like call dibs before the season on what game to go to. Some of my bitch ass cousins would call the. I'm just kidding. I love all you guys. Um, the best games like oh, they got dibs on Michigan State, but this is later on. Um, and you're like, fuck you, you motherfucker. One story I wanted to tell. Um, so I was such a Husker fan. Like I made a sign. Like I took like a, some like foam board or whatever, and I like drew on it in Sharpie. Go like, I think it literally just said "Go Huskers" or something like that. And we took Please it tell to me a, got on the big board. We took it to the game. No, we took it to a game one time. I don't know if this was the game. I remember there was one game where we were playing Oklahoma State, and my dad and I. It was kind of rainy and drizzly, and we walked a good distance because, you know, my dad's like, "I'm not paying no twenty dollar parking. Fuck that. We're gonna walk, boy. Walking's good for you anyway." Well, no walking. I would take the walking or fucking leaving the game. I don't even know if it was this game or not, but there was this game. Where we went, and I had my fucking sign, and I'm holding it up. And um, at one point, I like gave it to my dad because I was tired of holding it, and he kind of was like holding it down by his feet. And this is kind of an old stadium, you know, Memorial Stadium. Mm-hmm. So where it's like the bench, and then it goes down, and then it's where your feet rest right here. Yeah. So it's the nine, the ninety degrees of concrete between where the bench is at and where your feet sit, there's. Right here up against, there was a tiny little crack. My dad was holding my sign and probably bouncing it, you know, probably because Doing a little dad he likes it. to watch Husker games from his lazy boy in his living room with his Slim Jim or whatever the fuck snack he's eating. He yeah. doesn't really like to go to the games. He was more probably just going because I really wanted to go and I lo- love the Huskers. So he's there. And at one point he drops the sign down the crack gone forever i'm heartbroken i lost my sign that i made for the huskers he's like i'm sorry but part of me in the back of my mind thinks he probably was just like oh shit i don't have to hold on to the sign anymore if i just drop it down this crack but But he would never do that you could get it though so it dropped down the crack gone forever who even knows where it went it dropped down the game ends we're walking out we get to the bottom of the ramp. We're about to walk out the gate where we go in. We look down. We're like, what the? We kind of, there's a bunch of peanut shells and dust all over it. We brush it. We pick it up. And it was my sign. It Wait, fell so through the stadium. Were you on the south side then? My my grandparents' tickets were in the southeast stadium. Okay, because 
Okay, because I was just I, I just think it's myself because I was like seeing east and west, and I'm like, that's all fucking concrete. There's no way that teleported through the fucking concrete. There's there was a little crack about yay big, and I I should talk to my dad sometime to see if he remembers this. But he dropped my little. I mean, my sign was like that thin, dropped through the crack, and he like a he's like I, I dropped your sign. Like there's a little crack right here, and I'm like, oh, I wasn't really that heartbroken. It was like it's not like I spent a week making it it was just a sharpie written on but anyways but it dropped and for all i knew it was gone forever because it's just like i it could have you know well, fallen so, into a boiler room or something it just you're van- so young you don't know where the fuck i, I don't going. i don't know how structures are made i just figured the stadium just well, swallowed little, it little kids aren't like looking around like me and you now you know we walk in we're like oh hey that probably drops directly down and yeah. you could pick it up by that yeah but we got to the bottom and we were walking out and underneath a bunch of dirt and dust and people had been stepping on it and shit. My sign somehow Did you made its way sign? through the. St- no, I have no idea where. I didn't it's know at. if it was like a, I didn't know if it was like a little kid like memory, but dude. So I'm gonna bounce this off you. So when you were bounce a it off ki- me, when Pause. you were a little kid, were you? I swear to God, I pissed my dad off so much. Because with golf and football, I love football to death. I was, my dad would watch football. I'm like, all right, I made it through the first quarter. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to play football. Oh, yeah. And like, I wouldn't even watch the games. And I would be out there in the backyard, fucking stepping back, getting sacked by a ghost. Yeah, dude, I had my own little like like pads that weren't real football pads yeah and i had my little husker jersey and my little fake plastic husker helmet and i would wrap i would take um i took two trash cans i would take i would take cushions from like our outside chairs and i would wrap them around a water cooler that i would fill with water so it have some weight and i would tackle that i was i'm on the same page with you i was that kid i took two like 50 gallon trash cans and I would take one, sit it on the top, and then sit the other one bottom down. And I would just tackle, tackle the one yeah. off the top. Felt Act so like you're cool. just splitting someone in half. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was the time. And then... I feel when, like a lot of people can relate to that. When I got, like... When I got older, I don't know if it's really a talent, but... Then I just started hitting my girlfriend. Golfing-wise, <laughs> golfing wise, my brother could always do keep-ups yeah. with, like, a golf ball. And oh my fucking god, dude! I've never heard that before, but by you going like that, I figure like I you know like what you mean. Like you turn your wedge like flat, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Hit the ball and just keep it up. Yeah. I'm gonna have to bring up this story sometime next time we're back and you're around my Write dad. Write it down. Because my fucking father hated me and my brother. <laughs> because once we figured that out, we would like I got so good like I could sit on the couch and just and just. And I would do it all the time. I can do it between my legs. So I would just... Would he I get would, mad at your at the sound of it just clicking over and over? I'd be watching golf once I figured it out. My dad would be watching golf. I'd be standing there like right by our front door just... And... But... We were so young. And he knew that we both really liked golf. So it's not like he's going to crush our dream. So he'd just fucking put up with it. Oh, yeah. And then like once I got in my senior year of high school, he's like... 
I was doing it one time. He's like, that's so fucking annoying. <laughs> I've, I've, I've put up with however many years of this. That's fucking annoying. Well, and like once I got so good at it, it was like hard for me to drop it. Like I could fucking hit it all the way up and like catch it on there. Jeez. And then just like fucking keep bouncing it. Did I ever tell you that one time I was in my backyard when I was living at my parents' house and I was doing that? And I'm not anywhere near as good as you, but I was kind of doing it jokingly, and it was dark out, so I couldn't even hardly see. And please I think tell me you just hit it up and fucking ripped it. I did. I was going, <laughs> and I because what are the chances? It's dark out. I can't even see. And I think it was either Cole or Corbin was with me, and I went, and I what? ripped it, and I made perfect contact, and I'm just like, I can't see anything, so I'm just <laughs> so I'm just listening. I'm just like, I clacked it, and then I'm like, I looked at them, and I'm just like, pause, like, three seconds, and then just, I hear, like, someone's, like, I hit, I, yeah, I hit, I hit someone's roof that was living behind us. It's like, that's the coolest and dumbest thing I've ever done all at once. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't try that. I'm in a residential neighborhood. <laughs> like even the other day. In someone's backyard. About a month ago, Jake Weir in his backyard. And he was like, hey, let's just hit some chip shots. I'm like, yeah. We were practicing our flop shots. I'm a golf, this I'm a golf fiend. I fucking love golf. But So anybody's like, hey, let's bust out some clubs. Let's hit some gol- golf balls around. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like Now you're speaking my fucking language. And Chip it into the fire pit. Jake's like, watch this. Full swing flop shot. Fucking just... <laughs> He takes a swing. Watch how good I am he at golf. He takes a swing, fucking swing, right into his neighbor's roof. I was like, oh my fucking God, we're going to break somebody's fucking I was window. practicing, and now I know. <laughs> now but, I know so not then, to ever full swing flop shot in my backyard again. <laughs> that happens in that work. He's always fucking hitting his little shots with the fucking clubs he finds because he's the luckiest motherfucker ever. If you're a member at Wilderness Ridge... I'll give you a premium price on buying your clubs back. <laughs> I'll cut you a nice discount. Fuck um, well, the way I have it figured is, you know, the cart girl drives by. Oh, man, I got another great story I'd love to tell right now. I got to piss. I do, right, too. Tell, tell a story. Let's. I'm going to take a piss really quick. Okay, we're back. How was your pee break? Great. Mine was phenomenal. I almost overflowed the toilet. Anyways. Almost flewed the toilet? Overflew. Overflowed. Over... Anyways, so one time when we were at the old place we lived at, because this is on the topic of getting tips from golfers, because we must have been talking about the same thing, because that's what sparked the memory of it. I like to say that when I find clubs, I take them because like cart girls or, you know, some of those guys that like will like scrub people's clubs while they're putting or whatever, they get tipped by the members. Maintenance workers like us, we never get shit. We don't get tips from the members where they just peel off a couple 20s from their wallet or whatever and give it to us. So when I find a club, I'm like, I'm just taking all my tips from the year at once. Because I find some nice clubs out there on the golf course, let me tell you. Dude, it's always fucking you. I know, I always find them. Anyways. I found one club and I turned it in. Well, I found two. Idiot. One guy came up and fucking was chewing my ass like I stole his fucking golf club. 
and he just played nine and he came to eight. He's like, I left it right here. And then I go to hand water nine. I'm like, it's fucking right here. You fucking prick. So I took it back to him just so I can get the satisfaction of here. You fucking asshole is on nine. But yeah, I found one other one. It was a fucking shitter. So I fucking took it back. When I find clubs, I put them right in my truck and I leave. <laughs> um, so anyways, we we're on the topic of getting tips. And this girl I used to be talking to, just kidding, it's not a big deal. This girl I used to talk to said that she used to be a cart girl. And I was trying to be all dramatic because one time she was talking about how much money she made and how much she was getting tipped. And we were sitting in the kitchen at the old place we lived at. And (laughs) she was talking about how much she got tipped. And I got up and I was like trying to act like I was all upset. You know, and I got up and I ran out of the kitchen and I was going to run upstairs. Um, so our there was like a little landing and then it ninetyed to the left yeah. and went up the stairs. But there was like an overhang and I'm six six and I was wearing a hat like I always wear. And I went to jump to like sprint up the landing. I went to jump up the landing to sprint up the stairs. And the button on the top of my head hit right on the corner of where the ceiling jutted out and like knocked me down. And I landed on the landing and then I got up because I was probably had a few beers and I got up and sat back down in the kitchen and everyone was like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah. And right as I said, yeah, a line of blood was just running down the side of my head out down my cheek. And they're like, oh, my God, you're bleeding. And I, like, got up and went in the bathroom. And I was, like, running the shower over my head. And Cole, being the smart person that he is, was just like, yeah, the scalp has so many blood vessels in it where if you, like, hit it or puncture it, it's going to bleed like crazy. But it's it seems worse than it actually is. Well, you've told me that story, but you never told me the backstory, like, what was going on. I was just it. being an idiot. I was trying to be funny. Being <laughs> I love trying to be funny and make people laugh. I was like, I'm going to be an idiot and act like I'm so frazzled by this statement and run out of the room. As I went to run out of the room, I fucking clocked my head on the ceiling and was bleeding out of my scalp. (laughs) Anyways. On the spirit of that, I bleed Husker Red. Oh, yeah. Even oh though, yeah, shouts out dispenser. Even though sometimes they fucking piss me off, I just want to fucking. I want to go to a fucking bowl game this year. That's it. If we go to a bowl game, that'd be nice. If we go to a bowl game, I will blow my load live on podcast. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll catch it in my mouth. All right, until next. Time. <laughs> Matt Rule, you lead the way, brother. Come on, drink that roulade, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Go Big Red. Go Big Red, baby. Come on. I'll be back again and again and again. Martin, what do you think? Are you laying next to all the cans from our previous episodes?